Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Steve Rudin with the latest on our forecast. Mainly clear this evening and into the overnight with wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning in the 20s to lower 30s. Tomorrow, clouds will increase. Wet weather event late tomorrow evening into early Saturday morning. A flood watch for the DMV could see 1 to 2 inches of rain along with wind gusts upwards of 30 to 40 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Still hanging around 50 degrees in the area. 51 in Georgetown, 49 now in Bowie. 459. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... Breaking news. Hunter Biden pleads not guilty to tax evasion charges. Former President Trump tells the judge presiding over his New York civil fraud trial he is an innocent man. We'll go in-depth with CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett at 515. A Top Maryland Elections Board member resigns after being arrested on charges tied to January 6th. I'm Kate Ryan. Could the Alexandria Arena deal be tied to more Metro funding? Show me a plan that works. I'm Nick Ainelli. On Wall Street for the day, the Dow was up 15. The Nasdaq was down about a point. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. Hunter Biden has pleaded not guilty to federal tax evasion charges today in L.A. CBS News investigative reporter Erica Brown is there. The judge uh, asked Hunter Biden if he understood his charges, if he understood his rights. He answered yes. He asked him to explain his plea. He was asked what is his plea to all nine counts that he pleaded and not guilty. This comes after his initial plea deal in Delaware fell apart last summer. If convicted, Hunter faces 17 years in prison. Meantime, former President Trump's fraud case is wrapping up in New York. They should pay me damages. That's the way it should be. They should be paying me damages. That was part of a rant that started in court and later continued with the media after the judge cut him off. CBS's Robert Costa is also there. He says Trump stands to lose his business license in New York and pay big fines. At the end of the day, Judge Gorin has already said Trump is liable for fraud. And the question now is what's the scope of the damages? How many hundreds of millions of dollars could Trump and his company be liable to pay? A top U.N. court is hearing arguments in a genocide case brought against Israel by South Africa. Israeli government advisor Mark Regev. It is a outrageous claim. South Africa has become the legal spokesperson for the Hamas terror organization. And he insists they've taken steps to avoid civilian casualties. A Pentagon watchdog is investigating why the Defense Department took so long to tell the White House it had transferred power during Lloyd Austin's hospitalization. Austin is still hospitalized for complications from prostate cancer surgery and has been since January 1st. Administration officials weren't told until January 4th, and they didn't know of his cancer diagnosis until this Tuesday. That's CBS's Kimmy McCormick. New England Patriots fans are sounding off on Bill Belichick's exit today following his worst season in his 24-year tenure. I think it's a sad day and it had to happen. I want him to go somewhere and I want him to absolutely succeed. There are other teams in the playoffs. We're not one of them. So don't tell me there's not coaches there that can't do what he did. No word on who could replace him. 
New York City's Mayor Eric Adams is restoring funding to the sanitation department to keep up with litter baskets set up to keep rats out. We are winning the war against New Yorkers, a public enemy called rats. Fewer rats and cleaner streets, and we're going to continue to move in the right direction. Rodent complaints were actually up last month. And A1A in Florida will officially be renamed the Jimmy Buffett Memorial Highway. He died last year at 76. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 5.03 on Thursday afternoon, January the 11th. We have sunshine out there. Temperatures around the region, well, they're hanging around the 50-degree mark right now. Good afternoon. I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour, a Maryland State Board of Elections member faces charges tied to January 6th, including urging police to, quote, join us after breaching barricades at the U.S. Capitol. WTOP's Kate Ryan has the story. 52-year-old Carlos Ayala of Salisbury, a member of the Maryland State Board of Elections, resigned after his arrest on charges tied to the rioting at the U.S. Capitol January 6th including one felony count. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Ayala breached the barricades and was seen with a flag that said, We the People and Defend, and featured an image of an M16-style rifle. That same flag was seen on security video from inside the Capitol, poking through a window, jabbing at a Capitol Police officer. In March, he stood before a Maryland committee to accept the nomination to the State Board of Elections. At that time, he told the committee... Ensuring that people have fair and uh, equal access to the polls, um, super important. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. To Virginia now, where state lawmakers are back at work in Richmond. Governor Yunkin is working to draw up support for the construction of a new arena for the Capitals and the Wizards in Alexandria. The governor tells WTOP's Nick Ionelli negotiations include concerns about transportation in that area. For those worried about traffic congestion and transportation issues associated with an Alexandria arena, Governor Yunkin says... We can work through a world-class transportation plan for the area, and we're committed to do so. Democratic state leaders have told Governor Yunkin, a Republican, that they'd want additional funding for Metro tied to the arena deal. Yunkin tells WTOP he is open to that, but with certain conditions. The Metro has a real problem right now. They've got service levels that are mismatched. They've got overhead levels that far exceed any of their benchmarks. The businessman in me just says, show me a plan that works. And then we'll work on how to fund that plan. And I'm committed to do that. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Now to the latest on safety in schools in our region. More people are reporting to an anonymous tip line that's run by a Maryland agency in charge of planning and prepping schools for threats. There were over 900 tips sent in, an increase of over 150 in the last school year, according to the Maryland Center for Safe Schools annual report. But Kimberly Buckheit, the policy communications and engagement manager with MCSS, says that doesn't mean schools are less safe than before. The more that we're out doing training and increasing the knowledge across all of our school systems about behavior threat assessment work, people are just more skilled. 
field. Tips about bullying was the most reported concern. Overall, the report finds there were more than a thousand emergency responses at schools around the state last year, but most never interfered with school operations. John Dome in WTOP News. 506, a big hospital system in our region putting mask mandates back in place. Johns Hopkins Medicine says effective tomorrow, masks will be required for all patients, visitors, and employees at all its locations in Maryland. Hopkins says it's putting the mask requirement back in place after a spike in respiratory illnesses, COVID, and the flu in the state. And the hospital says at the same time, vaccination rates for the general public when it comes to the flu, RSV, and COVID remain low. The mask requirement goes into effect tomorrow at Suburban Hospital in Bethesda, at Howard County General, and at the Hopkins Hospitals in Baltimore. We're now learning what the mysterious illness is that temporarily shut down the Prince George's County Animal Shelter. The county says many dogs at the shelter came down with a bacterial virus known as Strep Zoo. It's highly contagious. It can be deadly for dogs if it's not caught early. It's normally found in horses, cattle, and pigs, and it can cause severe pneumonia in dogs. The outbreak forced the animal shelter to shut its doors last week and quarantine all the animals there. It'll remain closed until further notice. In 2012, Seth MacFarlane introduced a profane teddy bear in the movie Ted. Now WTOP Entertainment editor Jason Fraley tells us he turns it into a prequel TV series that launches today on Peacock. Instead of Mark Wahlberg as 35-year-old John Bennett, the TV series shows John as a teenager growing up in Massachusetts with his talking teddy bear Ted in 1993. Are you bringing your dolls to school? It's the 90s. Times are changing. If you thought the humor was too raunchy on the big screen, it's even raunchier in your living room, so wait until the kids are in bed. But if you like inappropriate humor where you say that's so wrong that it's funny, this might just be the show for you. I've only seen the first of seven episodes, but so far there's tons of 90s nostalgia roasting the cast of Full House. But there are some anachronisms like buying tickets to Schindler's List during the fall semester when it didn't come out until December 93. Eh, who's counting on with the pot jokes? Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. Rental car demand for electric vehicles is much lower than expected. I'm Jeff Glabel. 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we'll start with Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Here Camp Springs, two backups crisscrossing on the outer loop of the Beltway, very slow from St. Barnabas Road over Branch Avenue and toward the remains of a crash on the right shoulder before Pennsylvania Avenue. But southbound traffic on Branch Avenue is backed up under the Beltway, and it's a slow go all the way south of Camp Springs into Clinton because of the long-standing issue, the broken-down box truck at Woodyard Road still tying up and blocking the left travel lane. Southbound Route 5, very slow to get by to the right, still waiting for the tow truck to remove the thing. Meanwhile, in Maryland and Montgomery County and in Virginia, Fairfax County, Beltway traffic is slow but otherwise uneventful. Certainly, probably actually one of the slowest rush hours of the week on 495 getting across the Legion Bridge. But with no incidents to blame, just rush hour traffic and congestion north of there through Montgomery County on 270 and between the beltways on 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. No issues pending. Route 50 moving well across the Bay Bridge. Restriction and delay free. Not so in Virginia on I-395. Southbound traffic is jammed from the Pentagon out of Arlington. The broken down car with police remaining along the left between Seminary Road and Duke Street. It is only two right lanes getting by very slowly southbound on 395. Once beyond that, moving well through the Springfield interchange, bogging down out of Lorton across the Occoquan. 66 rush hour traffic, about what you'd expect. Westbound slowest in Centerville, eastbound out of Falls Church. 
And back in Montgomery County on East West Highway, did have a late to clear work zone east of Connecticut Avenue, but I think they are in the process of wrapping up. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Now the 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin in our forecast. Looking good as we head through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight. A cold start to your day tomorrow with increasing clouds through the afternoon. Wet weather will arrive during the evening and that's also going to be the start of a flood watch. Could be looking at one to two inches of rain for the area. Some areas even more than that. Winds will begin to pick up. Temperatures will rise to around 55 degrees by midnight and then fall for the day on Saturday with colder air overspreading the region. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin at the First Alert Weather Center. Down to 49 now in Rockville, 51 in Ashburn, 50 in Fort Washington. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Well, it could be reason for the Fed to hold off a little longer on rate cuts. Inflation picked up in December. Consumer prices were up 3.4% from a year ago. The highest annual inflation rate in three months. Or big tech job cuts. Google's cutting hundreds of engineers at its voice assistant division. It's already announced 12,000 cuts company-wide. Rental car companies have bet on electric vehicles. Now a big one is cutting way back. Hertz is selling a third of its U.S. EV fleet that's 20,000 vehicles and will reinvest in gas-powered cars, citing weak demand and higher repair costs. The Dow finished the day up, although just 15 points. The S&P 500 down just three, the Nasdaq up just one point. Jeff Glabel. WTOP News. If you want to sell your ride, all you have to do is go to GimmeTheVin.com. Put in your license plate number, put in the miles, attach a couple of pictures, and GimmeTheVin.com will get it bought. GimmeTheVin.com. Coming up on WTOP, dramatic closing arguments have just ended in Donald Trump's civil fraud trial in New York. We'll go to CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett in just a few. It's 512. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. How easy it seems to go about our daily routines believing we have little or no impact. Perhaps because we think we hold modest positions, reside in a simple home, or feel we live quiet, unassuming lives. In reality, though, our interactions with others and how we conduct ourselves have tremendous impact on those around us. Jesus emphasizes the importance of our example as he reminds us in sacred scripture that your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly father. Whether you realize it or not, people are looking to you every day. With the grace of God, make sure your language and behavior, the way you treat others and the way you live your life are not sources of scandal, but sources of inspiration. What if AI could help your agency deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your agency can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your agency. Learn more at ibm.com federal. IBM. Let's create. 
Later this hour, driving a cab remains a dangerous job. We'll tell you about an arrest and a string of attacks on cabbies. Keep it here on WTOP. This is George Wallace, and when it comes to the NFL playoffs, you've got to win one game at a time. But when you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, has all your favorite bets, like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. In the playoffs, I like to mess with any time touchdown scores plus over-under passing yards. And right now, every day there's an NFL playoff game. FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win. Just visit FanDuel.com slash GW if you don't already have an account. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expires seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 515. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ian Kramer. Thanks for joining us. Former President Trump's civil fraud trial is coming to an end in New York. The closing arguments just ended a short time ago. Mr. Trump earlier held a news conference in which he repeated much of what he has said all along. Uh, They don't have any facts. They don't have any evidence against us. Millions and millions of pages, years of litigation, and all politically motivated. The New York Attorney General says Donald Trump distorted the value of his properties. She is seeking $370 million in fines and to bar the former president from the New York real estate industry. Well, joining us live is CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett, who also hosts the Takeout podcast. Major, good to have you back on. Where does Donald Trump find himself at the end of this civil fraud trial? There's so many other counts and cases around him. Well, with this case, it's over. He got a chance to speak in court today. The judge gave him five minutes. He insulted the judge, but the judge did that to make sure that Trump could not in any appeals, which is inevitable, or for the public consumption of this case, say he was muzzled. The attorney general of New York, Letitia James, just came to the microphones just moments ago and said, this case has never been about politics. It's only been about the facts and the law. And that Donald Trump, she said, has broken the law and must be held accountable. When the former president said at his press conference, they've got no evidence, that's factually incorrect. Fraud has already been determined. The only question and what this civil trial that just concluded was about was the level of damages. And you mentioned $370 million and possibly barring Trump for life from practicing real estate in New York. Those are heavy situations. And almost everything that the former president said in his press conference after today was factually incorrect. But it doesn't matter because materially for him in the political context, which matters most to Trump right now as the leading candidate for the Republican nomination, every courtroom he appears in becomes a platform for him and his grievances. And right now, that platform and those grievances are working for him politically. Major, there has been a flurry of activity, as you know, in the GOP race for president after Chris Christie dropped Mm -hmm. out yesterday. Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley had a feisty debate last night. They called each other liars. Uh, Almost time for the people of Iowa to caucus and declare a winner. Mm -hmm. Your perspective is we're just a few days out. I'm flying to Iowa tomorrow for the final weekend before the caucuses, and I will anchor our CBS News streaming coverage of that Monday night. I've talked to people in Iowa all week, and they say the same thing, that the race remains placid. 
Trump with a huge lead, Haley with an outside chance of getting into second place, but both Haley and DeSantis trailing former President Trump in Iowa by anywhere from 15 to 20, maybe 25 points. And if it's a blowout of that magnitude, it will be jet fuel for Trump's campaign going to New Hampshire. We'll have to wait and see. Thank you, Major. We appreciate it. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. Top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. New this afternoon, Hunter Biden pleads not guilty to tax charges and it's in a courtroom in L.A. Are we much closer to a partial government shutdown in the coming days? WTOP's Mitchell Miller is watching closely from Capitol Hill. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 518. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks, Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Prince George's County on the Beltway, outer loop traffic remains sluggish near Camp Springs, but the crash near Pennsylvania Avenue is on the right shoulder. Meanwhile, the long backup on Branch Avenue southbound between the Beltway and Woodyard Road remains. Southbound delays lead past a broken down truck on the left at Woodyard Road. And these two incidents are leading to slower southbound traffic on 210 at Oxon Hill, Route 4 southbound at Forceville, and outbound at the end of the Suitland Parkway. In the district, traffic is heavy both ways on 395 and 695 between the 11th and 14th Street bridges. But traffic on 395 is at its worst in Virginia, southbound from 110 through Arlington toward the Alexandria exits. Flatbed operator loading the disabled car between Seminary Road and Duke Street. Two right lanes getting by very slowly, but almost clear. Back on the Beltway, rush hour traffic remains heavy both ways between the Spur and 123 and on the outer loop between Chainbridge Road, Gallows Road, and Eisenhower to the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Normal rush hour delays on I-66-270 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, 95 in Howard County, heavy but with no incidents reported. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MADD.org. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Now our forecast from 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Steve Rudin. Mainly clear and cold, moving through the evening and into the overnight with wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning in the 20s and 30s. Clouds will be on the increase as we head through the day tomorrow. It will stay dry during daylight hours with wet weather chances increasing during the evening rush hour commute. One to two inches of the rain, not out of the question. We have a flood watch that will go into effect. We'll see winds pick up by Saturday. Wind gusts upwards of 30 to 40 miles per hour with temperatures in the 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 50 in Manassas, 48 in Frederick, 52 Metro Center downtown. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP, wasn't it just the other day that you were closely following that New Year's resolution? Well, now it's almost Quitter's Day. I'll explain. 520. The power's out at our house. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. Oh, who moved the couch? So that's what we're doing right now, in fact, is I try and feel around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, cactus? Can I get a little help over here? Yeah, bro, just let me finish this boss battle. Sure, go ahead. Medic! Now you can get fast, reliable internet on the Xfinity 10G network and get storm-ready Wi-Fi when you upgrade so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Only from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. 
restrictions apply. Storm Ready Wi-Fi limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduce to 30 slash 7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. For more details, visit Xfinity.com slash Storm Ready. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't cut it. Anything come to mind? Cary Grant. He was Hollywood's greatest leading man. Cut! Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people. And everyone's broken my heart. I'll never let you go, Archie. Based on the remarkable true story. You know what's wrong with you? No, what? Nothing. Jason Isaacs is Archie, the man who became Cary Grant. Now streaming only on BritBox. Jack Frost is a slippery character. (laughs) With a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP News 522. An arrest and a string of armed robberies of taxi drivers in our region. Details now from WTOP's Neil Augenstein. It happened six times in the past week in Prince George's County. A man would call an independent taxi driver and request a ride. Once in the car, he'd display a gun and demand money. In one case, he forced the cabbie to drive to an ATM to take out more money. Now, Prince George's County police have arrested 24-year-old Francisco Chavez Ramirez. They say he had a replica gun that was identical to the one displayed in the cabs. Police say he's admitted to all of the armed robberies. They think there may be more victims who haven't yet reported being robbed. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. 523, it's a technical wonderland out in Las Vegas right now where both cool and sometimes odd tech of tomorrow's put on display. It's CES, the annual Consumer Electronics Show. And WTOP's Mike Marillo talks with a digital expert about some of the more notable products on display. Among the most talked about items, huge high-definition televisions from Samsung and LG, which have screens you can see through. But digital expert Kim Commando says the price may floor you. $80,000. Just like, still out of my budget. Then there is... Some really scary stuff, like a $2,400 stroller for your kid. And it has AI built in. It's made by Gluckskind. The stroller can power itself down the street, and it's automatically stopped when it gets to a crosswalk. When it comes to important tech, Gyro Gear introduced hand-stabilizing gloves to help people who suffer from Parkinson's disease. What it does, it will keep your hand from trembling. The show ends on Friday. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Show of hands, how are the 2024 resolutions going so far? Uh. Okay, that's a half a hand. For many, Friday could be a make-or-break day. It's National Quitters Day. It's a day experts say most of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. Now, Walmart Plus is doing its part to help with a new campaign. It's called Save Your Resolutions. It highlights ways to stay on track and make those New Year promises a reality. Sports at 25 and 55. All right, Steve Dresner here. And we've got uh, the Bill Belichick story, and folks are still buzzing about it. Uh, Big time buzz. Belichick, Patriots going their separate ways. What a remarkable 24-year run Belichick had coaching some of the, um, just some amazing talent at today's press conference. Belichick never thought so much would come from his longtime tenure with New England. So much thanks for the opportunity to to be a coach here for 24 years. Uh, We had a vision of, you know, building a winner, building a championship football team here. That succeeded my wildest dreams and expectations. 
Some nuggets regarding Belichick's career with the Patriots. I love this one. The value of the team during Belichick's runs beginning in 2000. Any guess how much a team was worth back then? I'm going to say $500 million. That's a great guess. You peaked. $464 <laughs> million. 